Welcome to episode 008. My name is Mauricio, and this is It's Just a Talk, the podcast where we talk some tea, we talk some true, but we always leave some time to talk some shit. Today's episode is being brought to you by Chocolate Abuelita. If you're Latino, if you're not Latino, and you ever had some chocolate with some sweet bread or pan dulce, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. I grew up on Chocolate Abuelita, so if you have some Chocolate Abuelita in your house, go Go ahead, boil the milk, throw a couple chocolates in, get some bolillo, and enjoy it. Because that's what? It's fall, a.k.a. almost winter. So this is episode 008. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get this party started, shall we? So that song was Carly Rae Jepsen, Party for One. And actually, it's not Party for One. Uh, welcome back to It's Just a Talk. My name is Mauricio once again. Welcome to your Spanglish, political, queer, shady, and everything podcast. Because we're millennials, and we have all different types of... What's the word I'm thinking about? Intersectionalities. There you go. So today, we actually have our very first guest. Woo! So actually, we're going to play a game that I like to call who you is, to try and find out who our guest is before they introduce herself. So we're going to play a couple rapid-fire questions. And so you have about, like, a five to six seconds to answer each question, just so we get to know you a little bit better. Are you ready? Okay. All right. So question number one. Uh, if you could buy any type of food right now, what type of food would you buy? Tacos. What color is your toothbrush? Green. If you could be any animal, what would it be and why? Pelican. Ooh. Because he can swallow as much as he wants. What is one of the things you would put on your bucket list? Uh, skydiving. Who's your favorite superhero and why? Ooh, Spider-Man, because he's a nice, hot-ass twink. Who do you admire the most? I admire... I don't know, just my dad. What is your favorite summer activity and why? Uh, swimming and checking hot... hot boys up the beach uh if a movie was made of your life what genre would it be and what who would play you uh an adult rated film <laughs> and who would not play a, you not a porno though but oh like not a, a taste, porno taste, tasteful adult film okay and who would play you uh um, there's not enough asian american actors to, to play me so let's be okay honest. so you kind of know he's an asian person okay um if you could be any flavor of ice cream what flavor would you be and why I would be uh, Neapolitan because I come in all different shades. All right. Uh, last question. Who's your favorite cartoon character and why? Steven Universe because he's super empathetic and his power, his biggest power is empathy and emotional intelligence. Oh, okay. I see you. A gentleman out there, he's gay and he wants someone with emotional intelligence. I'm just saying. All right. So if you guess who it is, then uh, congrats. You get a cookie. But if you don't know who it is, who are you? Who you is? 
I am Jesse, Jesse Cow, this guy's former roommate, yes. and best roommate. I'm gay, I'm an educator, I'm first gener- first-generation college student, and I am queer as fuck. Uh, what do you do now, Jesse? I'm currently working with high school special ed students and, and mild moderate. Alright, and where are you from? I am originally from Garden Grove, California, home of the Viets. Home of the what? Vietnamese people. Oh, Viet. I was like, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also Vietnamese and son of refugees. Okay. So, we're both first generation, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, any interesting things we should know about you, Jesse? Um, let's see. I, I watch a lot of anime. I play a lot of games. Uh, Do you play games like the way that men play games or like video games? Uh, why not both? Ooh, why not both? Okay, so he loves games, a.k.a. <laughs> Tell us something else about you, Jesse. Uh, and I'm a power bottom. Okay, that's actually really good information. So, boys, if you heard out there, get at him. Uh, at what the fuck cow is your Instagram, no? No, WTF. W2F. J-E-S-S-E-C-O-W. Oh, okay, put it out there. And just in case you don't know, mine's is at It's Just A Talk. Uh, for all my social medias, Twitter, Instagram, a Snapchat, Pornhub, all the medias. Yes! Uh, if you have any questions, go ahead and mess- and send me an email at podcast.itsjustatalk at gmail.com. That's podcast.itsjustatalk at gmail.com. And Jesse's actually visiting this weekend. It is a great weekend for him to visit because we get to be mask for mask. Uh, if you you're not aware of what's happening in California. California's having, like, all these fucking fires. Seriously. Um, seriously, everywhere. And so we are walking around, like, Oakland in, like, these, like, surgical masks. But they're more than surgical masks. They're, what, what type are they? N95. N95 masks. Because, you know, Jesse did his research. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta block out those carcinogens and shit, you know. Oh, okay. I see you knowing, you know, long words. I don't know what the fuck carcinogen is. If you know, message me, cause you know we ain't trying to be stupid out here. So we can't uh, go. So we can't go anywhere out. So now we're just inside drinking. We're inside drinking inside a fucking closet. Yes. FYI, still recording in a closet. Two gay men in a closet. What's the irony of that? Right. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna move on to and the section I like to call "How was your week?" Uh, so I'll see you there. Catch them all. Yes. That's the, the way that Ash felt about Pokemon is the way that I feel about men. Like, bitch, I want to catch them all. I just want to have all flavors of men. Some people love food and want to be multicultural in food. I want to be multicultural in men and see, you know, which dick tastes better. Except but, if you're white, because that's not a taste. But just like Ash, who tried to catch them all, you're not catching any. Shay. Look. I am a conservative woman. I have, you know, people that look up to me. And so I have to be picky with my men. 
Uh, okay, so um, we're reached another episode of How Was Your Week? Uh, you notice how it's getting better and better. I'm trying to do it like Wendy Williams. You know how Wendy Williams goes, how you doing? I'm trying to do How Was Your Week like that. So like, how was your week? But my my pitch goes really high and not in a good way. All right, so uh, we're going to skip talking about American Horror Story Apocalypse, and we're going to skip talking about how to get away with murder, because this queen has not seen either. A bitch is busy. Okay, bitch is not busy, so I've been all up on it. So I'm going to record a special episode just talking about the shows. Uh, so if you really dying to know about the shows, we shall have a uh, recording about this in the next week. I'm going to bring some people that are really into the show so that we can talk about them. Uh, but talking about shows, segue. Uh, so the new cast of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star yes. Cuatro has been released. And we can finally talk about what Reddit has been talking about for months. I haven't seen Reddit. Mira, yo, I knew exactly who was going to be on this season because people have been feeding me from Reddit. There was a certain someone who loves Reddit who kept just telling me about it. Does he listen to this podcast? We ain't going to mention about his name. Irrelevant. (laughs) All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to mention the queens that are going to be on the new season and we're going to, we're going to, um, I guess grade their looks. Are we tooting and booting it? We're kind of tooting and booting, so we're either, we're basic. Okay, we have to have three, like, like. Levels? Levels. So basic is the worst. And then what's the medium one? Aight. Aight. And what's the best one? Slay. 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 And if you don't know um, the different looks, I'm going to go and put them on my link tree on my uh, link so you can see all the looks of the RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 4 girls. Uh, So this season we have Pheromone, who's from season 9, right? We have Gia Gunn, who's season 6. And Gia Gunn is a transgendered queen. The first transgender... Openly... Well, like, wait a second. Wait. No, no, she isn't. Peppermint was the first open. No, 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 but she came out during the show, so she was technically not... Oh, but not when she came into the show. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I guess Gia Gunn's the first one to be on the show that's openly transgender, and I just think it's RuPaul trying to backpedal. I was about to say that. Like, like honestly, like, Gia Gunn was, like, seventh place? Sixth place, right? She was... I don't even remember when yeah, she left. She right? left early. Uh, she's just... RuPaul's just trying to cover her tracks and be like, oh, I'm not transphobic. I love trans people. Uh, Anyway, so Gia Gunn's on it. Jasmine Masters, who's season seven. Yes. And by the way, I fucking love Jasmine Masters. Mean queen. Yes. I learned how to love Jasmine Masters after she was on this show. Um, And my favorite quote of Jasmine Masters is, I'm just Masters and I have something to say. I probably did not do the voice yet, right? But anyways, we're going to move on. Uh, then we have Latrice Royale, who was in the first All Stars. Yes, first All Stars, season, season four. Season four. We have Manila Luzon, who's season, season three, three. Second place. Second place. And also All Stars one. We have Monet Exchange, who's season ten. And also from season ten, we have Monique Hart, the heart of season ten. Even though I feel like, low-key, I think like Monique Hart is like the fuller queen. The what? The filler queen. The filler queen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we f- like she's has this whole redemption arc. Right? I had no coin. Like she was making all her looks like during the does show. Does she have coin now? She does though. Okay, anyways, I see her as, as a filler queen, just like Pheromone. And Gia. And Gia, you're right. Uh then we have Naomi Small, season eight. 
Season eight, yeah, yeah, because Bob the Drag Queen. Uh huh. So she was top three. Trinity Trailer season nine, nine. and we have Va- your favorite we have, person. Yeah, Valentina. Your favorite person. What season is this bitch from? Season. Oh, you really want to get the fans riled up already? Yes, season well, nine. Okay. Anyway, so we're going to go through the looks really quickly. We're either going to look at them. Since you can't see them with us, I'm going to post the link. And we're going to say basic, eight, or slay. So first off, we have Pheromone. She's wearing this, like, bikini-looking thing. Basic. Basic. It's, like, it's so simple. Like, yeah, the top is nice, but and I'm, I know she's showing her body, but this is a fucking... This is All-Stars 4. All-Stars so, No, like, it's okay, but, like, this is, like, a fucking premiere your look, right? Yes. Like, no one's... Like, you can show body on the show, whatever, but no one shows... Like, you need to show something. Like, something great. Like, yeah. bitch, bye. Anyways, next, we have Gia Gunn. Mm, basic. Basic. Like, the only thing I like is her earrings, and her earrings look like a fucking spider. I like the bodice, but, like, I don't know, it's just, like, it's not showing off well. Like, like I don't know. It's just not... She's just not doing it well. Girl, no. Back. Okay, Jasmine Masters. Yeah. Okay, I like this. I like... Jasmine Masters came to play. (laughs) She came to play. I like... I like her hair. She has, like, a side thing. Like, her ear... She has, like, those big-ass earrings that go above the earlobe. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, she's doing, and she has a nice cape. She has her shoes. She and has like that thing going up her leg. Is, is that, that her shoe it's, or it's, no? It's some like it's, part of her. It's part of her leggings. Or something? It's part of her leggings. It's, it's so good. Okay, I like. I fuck with matches. Old Hollywood, like yes, you're right. I can see that now. I just don't like the heel. She can, girl. You yeah, can. Yeah, it, 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 it could be a little more because it's a kind of like she has this glamorous look, and the heel and then the heel like, is like, so like, simple. But I mean, like that's paleish shoes, girl. Paleish shoes. But overall, just great. But slay. it's good. Okay, slay. slay. Latrice Royale. Uh, I, I love Latrice, and I don't want to say she's basic. I love the pose, pose, but it's just like I don't. She's eyed. I yeah. yeah I my leaning, favorite part I about leaning this, more towards basic for me. Like my favorite part about this is the hat, and I don't even love the hat. Yeah. Okay, we're moving on. Sorry, Latrice, Manila, slay, slay. easy. Oh, oh. <laughs> we don't have to say oh, anything like, else. Like, in the promo look, she was. This is kind of like, like Manila's really good with like artsy and like yes. having, having a theme and, and look, having a theme and concept. She was holding a, like a, a artist palette. To her right in the promo look, so she yes. looks like paints. Like it looks like paint, she's painting, just dripping, dripping off off of an, uh, her. And that, and that, that nude, that nude illusion right there with, with the like it just looks so seamless and looks so yes. good. Like that silhouette. Mm. Slay. All right, Monet, it's change. Slay. Slay. Oh, so good. Like that. The I cape. Just... The cape makes it for me because if, if without the, the cape it's yeah. simple without the cape you're basic yeah but with the cape, with it, the like, cape. it puts it all together and like gives her like dimension it gives her the shoulder it, it gives her the like the dynamic shoulder yes. like, like that really sharp shoulder and you look hair. like a man <laughs> and with the hair yes body right. I don't like the hair I think she could have done like maybe like a platinum blonde or something like, like to the like hairstyle, offset the, the color or the style I don't like either. I feel like the hair should have offset the look, but that's just me. But like, how would the hair look? Well, like on that type of cape. I think like it should have just been long and behind. Like a ponytail. Her. Maybe like a oh, like a ponytail. 
That would have been cute. Or maybe even... No, 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 because the ponytail wouldn't look good because people wouldn't see the ponytail from the front. You and she see... could have been, like, holding it or something uh... to the side. No, but she can't hold it with the... You're right. This cape is... is... No. Okay. Okay, she's still Slay, Slay though. Yeah. Our money cart. Slay. I think Slay. I, I, I'm not a huge... Because it too, reminds me too much of what all the drag queens wore during Miley Cyrus's performance. <gasps> I didn't think about that. Yeah, with right. the, the, the mouth. I, I know that's her brand and stuff, but like, I, I'm just like... It just brings me back, back to that performance and like... I like it. I think it's very her. She yeah. wore like that. It's her brand, though. It's her brand, yeah. I, I lo- so she's staying true. Yeah, no, I like the like... The one side is a thigh high, like is that a boot or is that like it's like a legging, and the other, the other side is a it's em- it's like nothing. I, I like that. At least she gets to show two looks. Ooh, Naomi Smalls. <laughs> I oh shit, that was my phone. Ooh, I'm not. You're not even that drinking. was a new phone. She's bitch. not even drinking. I'm not. This I, bitch is always. I drinking. am drinking wine, and uh, I'm gonna get progressively drunk. Naomi Smalls. Uh, I expect more of her, to be honest. But it's a pretty look. I say basic. It's just a basic blue dress. I think it's it's I it's I for me. I say basic. Trinity Taylor, slay. Slay. Oof. This look is Ira- everything. Iridescent, like sparkly, shiny. Even the simple shoes, I'm okay with them. Yeah, because it because br- it brings attention to her legs. Thank you. And then all everything in the everything that's in the middle, like oh. yeah, and like she's still giving herself a waist. Yeah. Even though there's so much going yeah, on, the, the hair is which is right, surprising. The makeup is right. She doesn't have nails that are like over like shadowing. The hair her look. is right. Even everything. Even a little is that her, a little bit of her root showing, or I can't tell. I can't tell. But all I know is that at least she has a look to show. All right. Uh, and last but definitely least, uh, Valentina. Wait. Ooh. You, you really said that? I really did say really that. Did. Come for me, bitches. I'm calling you. <laughs> I I say basic. I She can... She, I think... The she's, shoes she's, are basic. She's wearing a strappy shoe. Bitch, you make coin. You can afford more than a strappy shoe. This fishnet thing looks like you went fishing at a fucking Michael's we, and you took the longest. And you, oh, we're zooming in. Oh, yeah. That's how bad it is. Okay, we have to no, zoom in. I just want to see. Like I, like, I don't feel like she has these like circular. Like, it looks like she threw fishnets into like Michael's where they sell the, um, what is this called? Like sequins and like some sequins just got stuck on it. Like, um, it the looks... only thing I really like is the hair. And not even her earrings. Her earrings looked like she went yeah. to Claire's and she got these earrings off the rack. They were on sale and she said, I'll take them. I don't like it. And not because I don't like her, I just don't like it. And unlike Maury, I'm not a complete Valentina hater. And um, like, I just expect more from her. Like, she had so many great looks, and I just, my expectations are higher of of her. Valentina. Yeah, I don't like it. All right, so that's your uh, slay-eyed and basic with Chessie and Maudie. Catch us on our YouTube channel next week. I'm just kidding. We don't have a YouTube channel, bitch. All right, we're going to move on to, uh, also this week what happened is uh, two very different, distinct things happened on the same day. Was this Tuesday? Was it on Tuesday? What? When this when this trailer came out? It was Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. So the new trailer to the new Pokemon movie came out. It's called Detective Pikachu. Uh, and basically the premise of the movie is uh, Pikachu, uh, there's this guy who, like, his dad is a detective, and he doesn't want to be a detective himself, and they live in this world where, like, Pokemon and humans, like, 
I guess, like, live together. I think it's the biggest thing. It's the first live-action Pokemon movie. It's the first live-action Pokemon movie. Thank you. And this guy can hear Pokemon talk. Can you hear Pokemon (laughs) talk or just just Pikachu? Just that Pikachu. Just Pikachu. Facts. Get your facts right. Huh? You're facts, right? Okay, I'm sorry. Facts are facts, America. Um, and I personally hate the Pikachu talks. And I even I what I hate more is that it's Ryan Reynolds voicing him. Why do you what do you hear? I Ryan just Reynolds? don't like the Pikachu's talking. I like grew up on Pikachu saying I, Pika Pika I, Pikachu. I, I, okay, so like the base of the story is based on a video game where he's like this low voice talking detective Pikachu, right? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people push it for Danny DeVito, but Danny DeVito, like, hated it, right? But I think... I would have like, hated it even more so if like, Danny DeVito if you think was about, If you think about uh, Pokemon's target demographic right now, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the people who grow up Pikachu are people like us. We grew we grew up on Pokemon. We are finally having... We finally got that coin. We finally got jobs. And now we're going to spend some money, right? So now they're not going to pander to, like, small, younger children. They're going to pander to children and people our age. So that makes sense yes. considering considering how well Deadpool did and, like, how they... Deadpool wanna... 2 didn't do that well, though. But Deadpool in general... I guess. I guess. <sighs> Look, I'm, I'm going to go watch it regardless... I'm still gonna watch it, but like I just hate that Pikachu talks. Like I want to live in a world where Pokemon don't talk, and if they talk, they don't sound like a white middle-aged man. I'm just saying. It's. I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> okay, so um, are you gonna watch Detective Pikachu? I'm gonna throw a poll out when this comes out, and I want to see how many of you are actually looking forward to Detective Pikachu. Uh, I'm still gonna watch it. I'm not gonna like it. But I can't promise that I won't like it. Because uh, maybe it'll be cool. As for myself, like I'm just really interested in how they incorporate the Pokemon world into the real world. And it seems like they're p- spending a lot of work. That like, if you look at the poster, there's like a whole bunch of like different Pokemon themes, and they're, like they're trying to incorporate what would Pokemon look like in the real world. And it's just re- I just want to see how they execute that, and it just seems really interesting to me. And I thought something else that was really interesting that a lot of Pokemon has a large following and they have a lot of fan artists making art for it. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of these fan artists worked on the... On the, on Did the they mo- really? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's actually later. pretty cool. So it's just, like, you know, like... Like, it's a, it's a film, like... Oh, and another thing, like, if you know anything about live action... Live, ap- live action adaptions of, like, any video game or anime series, they turn out crap. Dragon Ball Z? Crap. crap. Uh, Avatar Last uh, Bendar? Extra crap. crap. And- <laughs> they whitewatch the shit out of that. Uh, what was the other one that I hated? Oh, um, it's called Johansson. What's it called? Uh, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. Crap. crap. Uh, Street Fighter. Crap. crap. I just don't like any of the adaptations that they've made. So if they fuck this one up, it's just going to go on a list of shit that they fucked up. And for me, I'm just excited. There's a, P- there's a POC lead. He's a black lead. You're right. You're right. I didn't even think about that. He, he is a black lead. There's like... Because I think the... The big thing is, like, Pokemon, like, we don't see it as a foreign thing. We don't see it as a, quote-unquote, completely Japanese mm-hmm. thing or foreign thing. Because it's just been so part of American culture. Like It really it, has. It's been so integral. Like, can we talk about how big Pokemon Go was when it first came out? Like, everyone was on that Bitch, shit. I was in the middle of the night running around San Jose State when we were doing Teach for America. Like, I was catching all my Pokemon and then sucking some dick in the restroom. You know? Were you? We were multitasking, bitch. Bitch, I like to think that I was, okay? Maybe I just dram it, but... I, I like to think that I was. <laughs> you were catching some Pokeballs, though. 
Fucking boss for sure. All right, so the next thing that actually happened the same day, which I was like, I don't know how I feel. Like, there's this new Pokemon thing, and then this other thing is happening. Like, should I be sad? Should I be excited? Should I hate Ryan Reynolds? I don't know. So, uh, Stan Lee is actually died last week. Uh, he died at 95. I didn't know this bitch was that old. Like, he was, he looked fine to me. He was talking, walking, playing bingo. You know, he was doing, he was doing everything, driving trucks. But those movies are shot, like, years ago. Yes, yes, yeah, you're right. And I think the last movie that he's gonna be on is the new Captain probably Marvel the, movie. Probably the very last Avenger movie. Oh, yeah, because they just finished filming the last Avenger yeah, movie. And, and I know, like, they probably, like, filmed all his cameos, like, beforehand, for just because they know, like, that he was going to die soon? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so then I have this question for you. Two questions. Uh, question one, what is your favorite Marvel movie? And why? Uh, can you go for a second? Okay, so my favorite Marvel movie, I'm going to be hella biased, but my favorite Marvel movie is obviously Black Panther. Uh, it was iconic. It changed the way that people saw Marvel movies. Uh, yeah, I just loved it. it. Everything about it, I can watch it over and over and over and over again. Um, the cin- cinematography was awesome. The story was awesome. The fact that now I want to go to Wakanda and, you know, visit, because I can't live there because I am black, but, like, I want to visit and, like, maybe take something with me. Uh, but, yeah, that's my favorite Marvel movie. What about you? Um, this is... That's also my favorite Marvel movie. Think about oh. it. But my, I'm gonna talk about my second favorite Marvel movie. But I want to say Black Panther was just so amazing because, like, I think it was the first, like, I think Captain America touched a, a little bit about American politics mm-hmm. and like, you know, s- stuff that's going on through America. But Black Panther was the first one to like, hey, boom, this sh- like it's an allegory to like what's going on in Black America. It really what, was going on and just like, you know, like do we, like do we fight? Are we militant? Are we like? Like, what's the best way to create change, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, the answer is there. there's no right answer. Is you just great, have to create your own world it's, it's, and keep it's all great, the white people out. <laughs> and, uh, we wish, right? Anyways, my I second, do. My second favorite would probably Days of Futures Past, X-Men. The X-Men <gasps> Days of Futures Past movie. You're right. That shit was so good. Because, like, it bridged the old X-Men series, brought back Halle Berry as Storm. Girl, That's all I gotta say. She came back for she came back for that. All I gotta say. Halle Berry um, as Storm, fucking the best ha- the best Storm ever. I, Unlike Halle Berry as Catwoman, ooh, two different we, stories. We, we don't talk about that. We, we, <laughs> we do not talk about that. That movie, Halle Berry as Cat as Catwoman, literally ended female movies, female led superhero movies for a long ass time. I hope so. I mean, I hope not, but like, but, I think you might be right. Like. For, moving forward until Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, like, revitalized. Wonder Woman revitalized, I say. And hopefully Captain Marvel will continue to do that because yes. that's a female lad. Unfortunately, she's a white woman, but we'll still go watch it because it's a female. I, I'm um, just waiting for a Storm movie, girl. A, oh, my God. If Storm comes out... If Storm has her own... Bitch, I will make line for that movie. Oh. I will camp out. I will dress up like her. The most... Literally, like, most iconic X-Men. Like, I want... I want to be Storm. A.K.A. Universe in the next life. I want to be born as Storm. Just A.K.A. All right, so uh, that was our... How was your week? Uh, And for how was your week today? Because we have a guest today. We just talked about, you know, the things that are happening in our week. I mean, the the things that happened in the world this week. Like in the media. Uh, So we're going to move on to our question of the week. Uh, So we'll see you there. 
I hate that word. Okay, that was too many P words for me to be comfortable with. I'm just saying. I love this song, by the way. Whenever it comes to the club, I'm like, yes, girl. I grab the wall and I'm like, yes, let me work that P. You know what I mean? That All right. <laughs> that Welcome to our next section of the podcast, uh, the question of the week, where you get to ask the question of the week and we discuss it. Uh, you can discuss about it in, at home and then send me your responses. I love to get your responses. Um, and yeah, so today we have uh, Jesse in the studio. The resident power bottom. The resident power bottom. And so it was only fitting that our question was regarding that. So our question of the week is uh, top, bottom, burst, and what are the tricks of the trade? So would you like to go first? Pretend it's a grinder profile. Sure. My name's Jesse Cow. I'm a hella, I'm a hellish profile, just my chest. <laughs> pig, pig bottom, looking for a come deposit. Oh my god, bitch! Yes. Uh, so you are self-proclaimed power bottom. Yes. So I have never. I was gonna say I've never bottom, but I actually have. Uh, I wow! I, just, what a surprise! <laughs> you bottoming? Look, um, you found a man to like. I don't do you. it often. I only do it when I date someone. Anyways, my question to you is: We used to live together the first year that I was here in Oakland, and so I. The reason why I adored living with Jesse is because we were so Chill. comfortable with each other, like just like having people over. Uh, obviously, one of us had more people over than the other. Obviously, um, not Mauricio. Thank you, bitch. <laughs> um, but, like, I was... I always admired how, like, sometimes we would go eat. I remember this one time we went to eat Chipotle. And then a couple hours later, you had someone over, bitch. And I remember I asked you, I was like, wait, was that a mess? And you're like, no, bitch, you just have to have a good routine. And so that brings us to our question. What is your routine? All right, well, talking about that, douching is really important, right? I feel like... Can you explain to people who are not gay what douching is? Douching... Without is, being too graphic? Douching is when you insert water through an enema or through a water <laughs> nozzle into your anus. <laughs> and then flush that shit out. And uh, do you just do it once? No, you have to do it a couple times. Until when? Until the fleet water's clean. Until it's clean. Okay, so the fleet water is what you call the water inside the enema, um, or the douche, or whatever you want to call whatever it. Whatever you use. And so you, I want to do it as many times as possible until it's clear. Yeah. And then what happens after it's clear? Then you, so like, yeah, then you're good to go. Is that all you did? Yes, you're just like fleet, and like when it, when that, when you, when the fleet water's clear, you know I'm good to go, right? Bitch, I never knew that. I thought you had, like, more of a routine other than that. No, oh, okay. So you could also take um, fiber pills, and that kind of clears your system, makes you, like, cleaner inside. Ready to bottom? Yeah, but, like, like pure for men. But, um... (laughs) Like, this is not a uh, an ad for pure for men, but that's just an example. But you can also use cheaper alternatives, just like psyllium hus. For that's cheaper and I'm sorry, what's it called? Psyllium hus. I had no idea. P s y l y u m. I don't. I don't know how to spell it. What is that? It's just like 
fiber, like pure fiber. And so what is fiber supposed to do? What what fiber in your system like um attracts all the particles and puts it together in a clump. So like everything's more put together and you just expel more things out. So when you take a dump, nothing's left over? Yeah, or like it's not a small a whole bunch of small chunks. It's just like one so solid. when a dick goes up in there, there's no. And when residue. you smell it, it's all clean in there. But yeah, I, oh. I. But yeah, I think the most important part, though, like for me personally, mm-hmm. like some people can do like anal sex like spontaneously, but me, I always have to do, even though I'm pretty sure I'm clean because like. So half, it's self-conscious for yeah, you. Half of anal, I think, is mental. Okay, so I, like, I'm still trying to get there. Because, like, if you feel like something's going to be dirty there and you're constantly worrying about it, you, you can't you can't enjoy yourself, right? So you can't be a power bottom. You can just be a bottom. No, you're just not going to enjoy yourself. Oh, you're, you're not even going to be a bottom. You're, not, you're just not going to enjoy yourself, right? Okay. So the, my first thing is, like, anal is mental, right? You have to, like, whatever helps you feel comfortable, whatever helps you relax, that's going to do a lot for... How well it how well it feels. Okay, so I have some of my friends that they listen that are girls, and they've always asked like, Maudie, how can I do anal? How can it be better?" And I always say, "Girl, like anal's not for you. Like, do you have a uh, vagina, girl?" I wouldn't do that because like, I I know girls that do enjoy anal even though they don't. Have, so like, what makes men enjoy anal is the prostate, right? Yeah, that's the, what I always say. But some girls just do enjoy anal, and like sometimes sexual. Like, feeling good sexually isn't just, like, getting those nerves, um... Hit back and over and over and over and over and over over It's mental, mental too, right? People can get turned on and really feel good just by, like, thinking in their head, I enjoy this mentally. Okay. Whether that be a kink, whether that be doing a certain thing that they like, you know, everyone's different, right? Okay. So that brings me to my most important rule when it comes to sex, communication, right? Communication, bitch. So, like... We all taught, like, you know, like, oh, well, I'm gonna fuck you so good, I'm gonna figure it out, right? But no, everyone's fucking different, everyone likes a certain thing, and, like... So you wanna ask what the other person likes. Yeah, I, No, like, I agree. Like, it's best, just, like, that's why Friends of Benefits is just better, because you already have had that communication, like, oh, what do you like? What do I like? Where's my spot? Where's your spot, you know? So, like, sometimes it takes some, like, guiding and teaching, and but once you get there, you get there, and you know how to get the other person off, so... I don't know what that means because I don't have a friends with benefits. I mean, I'm not opposed to one, but it just it hasn't happened. Uh, okay, so I am personally versed, and the reason why I am is because I only bought them when I'm dating someone seriously. Um, so how long, how long has that been? Bitch, that's not a question we're asking today. <laughs> It's been a while. Uh, but yeah, so I, when I bought them, I usually need lots and lots and lots of poppers and lube. Lots of lube. You pussy. Okay, <laughs> for those of you that know what poppers are, can you explain what poppers are? Poppers is, is a essentially paint remover. It's an, it's literally paint remover, but it's a, like a nitrate, I assume, and yeah. it gives you a really temporary high, and it also causes you to loosen up, vaso, vasodilate, meaning like your your blood vessels are expanded, your blood vessel gets expanded, and I think that's why you get the head high because all your blood vessels, blood vessels expand, and all that blood rushes into your head and rushes to your body, and so that's why you can't feel when. I'm being inserted because I sniffed a lot of poppers. All right. So anyways, I'm sorry for all of you that listened that did not need to know about my sex life. But guess what? Now you know. The more you know. Ding.
All right, so the next question I want to ask is, I did not know about this world until Jesse moved, until I moved in with Jesse, um, and he calls this world the Gaitian world. Yeah. Can you explain to me a little bit more about the, the worlds of being Gaitian? I know, I think it's... And there's not to be confused with, like, a geisha, not the same thing. I don't know, I think it's really, really hard, because that's the only gay world I've ever known. Okay. But I, I don't have a point of reference to compare, like... It to other gay gay worlds like like the white gay world or the the Latinx gay world. So I I can't I don't have any point of reference. I just take from what you've told me, and I feel like um, it's like a lot of the things we hold from being a mono minority, like you know, working well. Like there's a lot of like people keeping tabs on each other of their social capital. Like okay. you know whether they have a good job, they have a hot body, they like. So that's important. Yeah, that's important. Especially okay. like you know being edu- like being educated and like having a good decent job is like I think definitely a big part of like the Asian world. Is having a good job in the Asian world? Would you say it's different than having a good job in like the Latin gay world? I don't, I don't know enough enough about the Latin gay world. Could so be like, like a small discussion about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in the Latin gay world, like having a good job usually for like those. Latino gays are very like uh, what's the word when you think like, you're really important like your look is very important uh, vapid when, yeah the ones that are really vapid like a good job is just like oh like people know you and you do something that's like where people get to see you every day is that the, kind of the same thing no like it's like professional for us so like for Gation, it's like you're a doctor or you're a lawyer or something like that I mean not even just that because we, we do have a larger expanded world view mm-hmm. which is like a good professional job you know because like, I think you know, like, we are sons and daughters of our parents, and a lot of parents are very career-oriented yeah. and education-oriented. So, like, as much as we kind of may have rejected a part of it, I think a lot of us have internalized it. Okay. To, to a large extent, you know? Like, you know, like, we will, like, I feel like other people will look down on you if, like, oh, you didn't go to university, or you didn't graduate from, like, I don't I don't know that many gays that didn't graduate college. I know, like, a handful. You see, which is different, because in the Latino gay world, I feel like if you just have a bunch of followers, and you have a nice body, and maybe you're dating a hot boyfriend, then, like, you're, you have, like, something K followers, which is, like, my ultimate pet peeve about, like, the world that we live in, and, like, mm-hmm. social media, like, really guides how, like, famous someone can be. Um, because, like, most of these fucking guys... <laughs> This is probably lots of shade, but I don't care. Like, either work at, like, Forever 21, or they, like, like have retail jobs. And, like, a bitch, you have a retail job. Like, what are you really doing with your life other than your hot body? And y'all can read me for all you want if this is what you do for a living. But um, some of these gays aren't, like, trying to get more for themselves. You know what I mean? Like, they're okay with this just because they have 100K followers on Instagram, which to me, I'm like, bitch, if I have 100K followers, it's because of me, not because I'm taking my shirt off, which, by the way, you probably don't want to see me in my shirt off. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) I love tacos. That's all I have to say. All right, so so that was our question of the week. So we're going to move on to our POC or Queer Excellence of the Week. Uh, So we'll see you there. So that was Kim Petras, Hard to Break. Can you tell me a little bit more who Kim Petras is? 
Kim Petrus is a trans um, pop, pop star. Alright, so that was Kim Petrick. Uh, Petra? Petrus. 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 Yeah. Okay. I stand. Alright, so we moved on to our next section, I'm sorry, of the podcast, which is our POC and Queer Excellence of the Week. So the election happened a couple, two weeks ago, right? Yes. A week and a half ago? Yeah. Something like that. I'm sorry, the election killed me. Uh, so I had to take a small break after 007. But what I really want to celebrate is our POC uh, Queer Excellence of the Week is all the freshmen people elected to Congress or governor, they were people of color or... Um, um, queer. So we're going to go ahead and go down the line and we're going to say a couple things about them. So first up, we have Alexandre Ocasio-Cortez, who becomes the youngest woman elected to Congress. Uh, she's from New York, right? Yes. Yeah, so she's from New York. So Alexandre, she was, of course, New York Congresswoman. Uh, she unseated a powerful 10-term congressman. Uh, and all I want to say is about Ocasio-Cortez is, you a bad bitch. Boss. Ass bitch. Like, I want to, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. And bitch, she's younger than me. Uh, she's 29, I believe. She's turning 30 now that she's in the Congress. So she's still shaking chest up. And you know what I've seen? And so I saw a video recently on Fox that, like, I mean, not on Fox, but I saw a video about Fox News that, like, every day since she won the election, it's been something about her, like, oh, Alessandro Ocasio-Cortez shaking up. Alessandro Ocasio-Cortez gonna overthrow America. They're, like, really scared of her. And I love it. So this is one, like, um, pundit, like, conservative pundit that, like, had an aide take a picture of her. Like, like, oh, look, she's wearing, she's, wear, yes. she's wearing a pants and a n- dressing nice. It doesn't look like someone who grew up poor. Like, oh, it doesn't look like someone, like, Fox News has been constantly, like, chiding her about, like, oh. Everything like, oh, that she's doing. Because she said she can barely afford rent in D.C. And then they were, like, making fun of her because of it. And it's like, oh, this doesn't look like a poor woman. Like, But I'm you, like, bitch, if she was wearing, like, a potato sack, you would still be talking shit about her. Like, are, are these... Like, are they that out of tune? With, they like, really are, though. Let's like, be honest. Of, like, okay, poor people can't have, like, nice-looking clothes for prof- professional events? Like, girl, go to Marshalls. Go to TJ Maxx. You don't know if she probably got that shit at, I, what's that, I, second cent store? Buffalo Exchange. She probably got that shit at Buffalo Exchange. That's where I get my shit. Yeah, like, no, like, we POC, like, we search for those deals. Mm-hmm. Like, we can look good and for cheap. Yes! All right, so we're going to move on. So then we have uh, Ayanna Presley, who become the first black house member from Massachusetts. Um, and by the way, these people that we're mentioning, a lot of them were, like, non-PAC um, representatives, which means that, like, they their campaigns were all funded by, like, the, the public. And they the didn't people. get money from, that much money from corporations. They did and, not. And all that. Um, so, yeah, so Ayanna Presley is one of the women that's shaking shit up. Then we have Rashida Tlaib and, and? Iham Omar, who become the first Muslim women in Congress. Uh, and, by the way, Ilham Omar, is that how you say her name? Yeah. She is... A former refugee. Yes, and so she's kicking ass. There was a huge controversy because she was wearing a Palestine uh, flag on her turban, and she ch- was shaking shit up. And people were she's like, "She's still oh shaking my shit God. up right now." Like, who is she? Blah blah blah. Then we finally have uh, Jared Polis, who he's white, but uh, he's gay, and he becomes the first gay man elected to governor in Colorado. So good shit. The only thing I didn't like about him is that. I hate that queer people have to then, uh, I guess, 
seem like have heterosexual values to be elected. Like he, yeah, all his he, videos were like him and his husband with their dog and a white picket fence. I'm like, bitch, I want to be elected, even if you know that you know I I'm having a a, a try. What's it called? A uh, three people relationship. Polygamy? A poly- uh, no. Polyamorous? A polyamorous. A, a truple, whatever it may be. But I want you to vote for me because I'm the best candidate. Uh, we also have Cherise Davis and Deb Holland, who are the first Native American Congresswoman. And by the way, have you seen Cherise Davis? Cherise Davis is a bad fucking bitch. Like, like her? M- MMA fighter? Yes. Le- for- First lesbian congressman from Congress. Yes. And also, like, her campaign video is everything. I'll show it to you. That campaign video, I was like, bitch, I want my campaign video to be just like this. I don't even fight, but I want to fight you just so I can shoot my campaign video one day. Uh. <laughs> and then we have Marsha Blackburn, who's the first female senator from Tennessee. Gag. Uh, we have Janet Mills, first female governor of Maine. Abby Finks, no, first congresswoman of Iowa. We have Johanna Hayes, first black congresswoman from Connecticut. And then, uh, who was the other lady? There was this lady, I can't remember her name right now, and I'm sorry, and I'm sure you'll remind me, who her son got killed at one of the shootings. Oh, yeah, I remember. And then she ran for Congress and, and she, she won. won. Yeah. So, people don't let these white America lie to you and say that we can't get into these positions. Run for Congress, get shit started, stir the pot, because unless we do shit that we know we do, then ain't nobody else gonna do it for us. I think, like, a lot of the narrative, like, people were saying, like, oh, the big, the blue wave wasn't that big, like, it's more like a purple wave, but, like, let's be honest, it's only been two years, right? It takes time for people to build capital. It takes time for people to, like, to get yes. into politics, right? Yes. Two, two years isn't a lot to build a campaign. And, and we still and fuck shit up. And we still fuck we shit up. We took over, what, the Senate? Yeah. No, no, Senate. no. no. The, the, house. the House. The House, yeah. sorry. So, like, we took over the House and the Senate. We coming for you, and, girl. You in danger, girl. And I know a lot of people are upset, like, we didn't win the Senate. Like, you know, we didn't get Texas. We didn't get Georgia. We didn't get Florida. But the thing is, like, you know how fucking conservative these bitches are. And we turn them purple. And so that's yeah, what we're going to be yeah, talking we, about like, later, that we turn those fucking states purple. Yeah, like, it was a super close call. And mm-hmm. who would have ever thought those states became so close to being democratically turned? I agree. And, All right. So we're going to move on to our next section. Okay. So congrats to our freshman people on Congress and being elected, our POC and queer people. Uh, congratulations. So we're going to move on to our next section. And our next section is Today in America. our next segment of the podcast today in the country or like i said in the last oil in the country i don't know look i was drinking beer earlier and i'm drinking coffee there's smoke on the in the air uh and talking about smoke that was uh babies on fire by die antwood because this that, country is on fucking fire but that cover is so scary 
Like, bitch, that's Halloween cover. All right, so uh, talking about fire, the first thing we're going to talk about is about these California fires, girl. And I'm not talking about the flaming gays that live in California. I'm just talking about... uh, California's literally on fire. But actually. But actually. uh, So there's a fire in Chico. There's two fires in Chico. There's, like, a campfire and then, like... The the big campfire. The biggest wildfire ever in California. In California. It was in Chico. And then there was... Fires in L.A. In Malibu. In Malibu, uh, which I'll talk about in a bit. And then there was also fires in, like, Ventura and the everything. Fi- fires out fucking everywhere. But everywhere. somehow, it's all California's fault. It's all California's fault, and but I thought it was, like, 90% of the shit is burning in federal forests. Right? So, hmm. hmm. Question, it? question, questions. All right, so uh, I just want to mention the fires because there's a reason why we're making these mass... Um, what do we say? Mass for mass. Mass for mass. I was the yesterday. Old, I said the only when you're ta- tra- <laughs> the only time we're ever mass for mass. The only time we're ever mass for mass. White I was gaze, like, white gays, where you at? When I was like, um, when you gotta be healthy, but you gotta be fashion too. <laughs> so uh, some of the things that I want to mention about the fires. So some of the unhealthiest uh, like air quality in the world in the is world. right now in the Bay Area. So welcome to the well, welcome back to the Bay Area, Jesse. Hello. Uh, <laughs> So, Jesse brought me a, a mask because he's like, bitch, like, I'm not going out there without a mask. I actually ordered this really cool, like, um, what's that Mortal Kombat uh, character? Sub-Zero. I, this really cool Sub-Zero mask, and it was supposed to get here today, but because but of the fucking, fucking fires, fires that shit got delayed to that Saturday. I'm not even going to need it at Saturday, bitch. But uh, one of the things that I really want to mention is, um, so the, the fire in Malibu, I burnt out. A lot of things. One of the things that it burned down, and especially was uh, Camp Hess Kramer, which is the camp where I do uh, the Chicano You Leadership Conference. It, it burned year. down the camp. Dude? It burned down the whole. Oh shit! The only thing standing is the cafeteria and uh, infirmary. Oh, so all the fucking everything else shit. is burned down. So that was tragic. I woke up. I think it was Wednesday when somebody texted me pictures of. The way the camp looked now, and I honestly, generally, like, broke down. Cause, and not because, like, I am attached to the buildings. It was more to that, like, I'm attached to, like, what we do those weekends with these students. And the fact that, like, it's we've been doing it at this camp since, like, 1963. Oh, so it's been at that same camp. It's been at the same that's camp same, since same 1963. Shit. And it's now crazy. it's gone and now because you're... of the fucking fires. And so I just want to pray for everybody that I'm not even that religious, but send some prayers to you, everybody that lost uh, their homes or whatever. Uh, I saw that Miley Cyrus and what's the guy that he's dating? The white guy. I don't know his name. Something Hemsworth. Something Hemsworth. William. William. Yeah. And then the, uh, the guy from Three Hundred. Yeah, I know. Chat- I heard that they, like, lost their homes. They lost their homes. But they still donated hella money to, like, funds for people who lost their homes and maybe didn't have insurance. So hats off to them. Uh, so, okay, so we're going to move on to the White House, which I feel we're always going to the White which House in this section. still a shit show, and it's still on fire. Still a shit show, still on fire. So, uh, how, so recently... How many, huh? how many people have been fired? Now? I don't even want to think about it. Uh, so, recently, uh, Jim Acosta, which is a reporter for CNN, was actually banned from the White House press conference, or press room, I mean. Uh, so, there's a video... So, he was asking the president a question after the midterms, and, and the president was actually going off. Um, and then they doctored a video where the press... The White House... What is that 
Dinter? Do you want me to get the, so Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Yes. Uh, uh, retweeted a video of saying it was doctored. Uh, yeah, it uh, was not a real video because so he it was so a uh, White House aide tried to grab the mic for him, right? And, and he like put his hand, like just to the to block, block her. her. Didn't touch her. They did not block. Down, they did right? not touch her. But the video that she retweeted was doctored, so it made it, it was fast forward at the point where he put his hand out, so it looked like he karate chopped her. Yeah, and he really didn't. And, and so and, when she uh, retweeted this, it started this whole thing like, oh, how dare he put his hands on her? So he got banned from... Yeah, but then but then she, when they found people, like, put it out there, she's like, oh, we got the video from somewhere else, right? So she, they were trying to they, backpedal, they defle- like they the always bl- do. Deflect the blame. So it's just like, this shit's, no, it's really concerning. Always backpedaling. Like, so what happened was that actually CNN sued the White House to let him back in. And gag of it is that Fox, Fox signed up to on this lawsuit. And he actually came back to the White House yesterday, I believe. And so he's back. I think, unfortunately, the damage has already been done. It's already been done. Because this is a larger part of... Trump trying to, like, rile up his fan base and having them, like, not believe any news sources. Right? And trying to, like, vilify the and, news people. And I think this is really concerning because, like, now... Because before it was the news, like, you have to look... You have to go on newspapers. Mm-hmm. There was no internet news. Like, but now you can get news from anywhere slash news from... It, news from sources that don't tell the truth. Or so, like, Fox, ex- Breitbart, like, all these, like, ones That are, like, yes. really, really right and not... Do not tell the truth, and they don't. They don't have journalistic integrity because exactly. they're just internet bloggers, right? So that's so this campaign on what the truth is, or like investigative journaling, like people aren't going to believe them anymore, even though even with evidence, just because like President Trump has been having this assault on like. I'm sorry, who? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Not President Trump. I was like, I don't know who that is. He's not my president. I don't know if he's yours. Not my, not my president. Okay, thank you. You can still stay in this closet. <laughs> I mean, I'm already out of... I've been uh, and out we're of already been out, but we came back in for this. All right, uh, something, something we forgot to mention is uh, Kirsten? Is that her name? Kirsten? No, I don't know. I think it's Kirsten Cinema who made a historic win in Arizona. So Arizona's always been a really red state, and there's a couple of states that have been turning purple. It's Arizona... Texas, Florida, Florida, Georgia, Georgia and Alabama. My, and my home county of Orange County. Orange County blue. used to be red, and now it's completely blue. So there's a couple of states that have been, quote-unquote, turning purple, meaning that they used to be red, and now they're turning blue. In Arizona, uh, Kirsten Cinema made history uh, as becoming the first bisexual person to be elected to Congress, right? Was it Congress? I think it was Congress. Yeah. yeah, I might be wrong, but I think it's Congress. But she's in the Senate. So in the Senate, never mind. And, and the she, first and, bisexual and, woman to be on the Senate. And initially, she was like behind, but once all like the mail-in ballots started coming in, yeah, she won. Because you know what, the us working class people don't have time to go out to vote. So we send them our ballots. All right. So that was uh, our section of today in the country. We're gonna shorten our today in el mundo, but we'll see you there.
I'm all the flowers are falling on my head right now. I'm like, yes. I, wait, is this the one who took the flowers? Yeah, there's yes, the flowers. There's the flowers. All right, so all the rose petals are falling right now. Yes, bitch. All I see are falling are your white hairs falling out of your head. Oh my god, you bitch. Okay, uh, so welcome to the next segment of the podcast, Hoy en el Mundo. Uh, we're running out of time because we talk a lot when we get together. So mm. we're gonna cut this section a little short. We're gonna talk about one of the main things that I think is happening that's also affecting us, which is this uh, asylum seekers. I'm gonna stop calling them caravans because it's not a caravan. They're mm. seeking asylum from Honduras, Guatemala, Central America. And one of the first things that happened that I saw, I read an article this week, is the first group of migrants to they're re- they're trying to get asylum that reached the border are actually our LGBT brothers and sisters. And there's a reason why that happened. Do you know the reason, Jesse? Can you tell me? Yes. So the reason why that happened is because, of course, I'm not surprised, uh, all the migrants were being, the LGBT migrants were being mistreated not only by Mexican residents or Mexican people in Mexico, but they were also being mistreated by their own people that were come, they were marching up to the border. Again, for being LGBT, being marginalized, and we live in a world where we're not, we can't only be people of color. If we're LGBT, we double the marginalization. So a uh, quote that one of them said, said, uh, of course, he said in Spanish, but in this article, it's translated. It says, whenever we arrived at a stopping point, the LGBT community was the last to be taken into account in every way. So our goal was to change that and say, this time, we're going to be first. And I'm sure there was a snap or like a tongue pop, like... Yeah. When he said that. Or this was said by someone named Mejia. Uh, so that's being brought to us because what's happening is they're all reaching the border within this week. And so something that uh, this pendejo did is he took money away from FEMA and put it into ICE to then send more troops to the border. And he sent a total of 5,200 troops to the border of Mexico because all these asylum seekers are quote-unquote terrorists and they're going to come to the United States and destroy (sighs) us. I mean, like, I, just, I think this is just really telling of, like, intersectionality mm-hmm. is the keyword of the day. It's like, what's like for POC, queer people of color, especially out of America? You yes. Know? Like, like, you're already discriminated as already as, like, you know, like a POC trying to code America. Mm-hmm. But like, a POC, like, a queer POC, like, you're not even treated as a lesser by your own people, you know? Yes. So, like, shit. Sucks. I know. And so what's been happening is I have a lot of friends who are actually making the migration down to the border to help uh, the brothers and sisters down there who are trying to seek asylum, not just our LGBT brothers and sisters, but also all the people coming from Central America. Uh, so shout out to my friends who are out there. Shout out to my friend uh, Chucha, who's out there, you know, creating chains and creating uh, change in general, to try and uh, get these asylum seekers asylum, because uh, it's important. Uh, this everything that's happening in Central America is something that the United States has created, and now we just don't want the people that we've created the shit for. Uh, so that's I feel like that's the only thing that we're gonna touch on right now for Oil el Mundo, and we're gonna talk. We're going to go to my favorite part of the show, which is we're going to talk some shit, bitch. So if you like to talk shit, because I like to talk shit, take out your tea set, take out some tea, because we're about to spill it.
All right, so it seemed perfect to start our Let's Talking Shit with the biggest talking shitter ever, fucking Acelia Banks. My favorite problematic fave. Okay, she's not my favorite problematic fave, but, like, flavor flave. That's what it makes me think about when I said problematic fave. I thought of flavor flave. All right, so welcome to It's Just a Talk. This is my favorite part of the podcast where we get to talk some shit. So today, I just have one person I really want to talk shit about, um, and I think Jesse has someone he has to, wants to yes. talk shit about. Cool. I'll add on to yours. So, um, most recently, my friend Enrique from Texas, shout out Enrique from Texas, uh, sent me a post uh, of Jennifer Lawrence. So Jennifer Lawrence is the new spokesperson for a new clothing line with Dior. Uh, and this clothing line, in the video, she says, oh, I'm so excited to be the face of this clothing line. It is inspired by Mexican women of the revolution. And we're shooting in a beautiful place in California. Really, bitch? First of all, fuck you, Dior, for making Jennifer Lawrence the face of this clothing line, which is inspired by Mexican women in the Mexican Revolution. Like, you couldn't get a Latina woman to do it, like Salma Hayek, like uh, Gina Rodriguez, like fucking uh, America Ferreira, uh, Rosario Dawson. Even if she's not Mexican, at least she would have been Latina. So, fuck you, Dior, for that. Second of all, fuck you, Jennifer Lawrence, for always saying that she's, like, progressive and for the people, but being able taking this job. And third of all, bitch, like, if it's inspired by Mexican revolutionary women, wouldn't you think it'd be, it would make sense to fucking shoot in Mexico and give those fucking people, like, jobs, like Mexican photographers, Mexican workers, but no, they shoot in fucking California with a white woman wearing clothes made by a fucking Dior that's inspired by Mexican women during a revolution. I, I, I gotta quote for you. Okay. Yes. Let me quote this shit. Should I do it? Like, yeah, go ahead. As Jennifer mm-hmm. I can't oh, do what it. did she say? What did she say? Do it as Jennifer Lawrence. One of my main inspirations for this collection, because she doesn't speak of emotion. That's oh, I guess she does, so you're right. One of my main inspirations for this collection is the traditional woman rise in Mexico. So I'm really excited that this collection is looking at and celebrating these woman heritage through such a modern lens. Okay, how many times have white people gone to a country, taken their culture... And then call them modern. Taking the food and like, hey, I'm going to refine it. I'm going to modernize it. Like, who are you to say, okay, I'm going to take what you got and make it quote unquote better. Because now it's in a white land, so all of a sudden it's modern. It's like when people call, like, these, like, people of color cities and people, like, white people start moving in, and all of a sudden it's up and coming. Bitch, it's not up and coming. It was always there. All that food shit. Like, so many foodies, like, they take food from Asia and other Southeast Asian countries and, like, hey, I took this food and refined it and made it better. So now it's modern. Now it's modernized. Now I can charge extra because I am. I modernize it. Oh, bitch, you almost dropped your wine cup. All right, so that was my fuck you, Jennifer Lawrence. I was going to do fuck you, Trump, but I think enough people say fuck you, Trump, so we're not even going to talk about him anymore. Overdone. Overdone. Like, when I cook pancakes, never the right temperature. Or your tamales, but... Bitch, my tamales are good. I made tamales for my friends giving this week, by the way. First time making tamales without my mother... 
present. I mean, she was on the phone. But, like, those shits were good, okay? Everybody that ate them told me they were great. I made, like, almost 50. There's only, like, eight left. So, bitch, they must have been good if they're all gone. Oh, so, if you want tamales for Christmas and you want to tell me how many docenas you want, I'll make you some. All right. So, Jesse, this is talking shit. So, what do you want to talk shit about? I'm going to talk shit about other POC who are just racist with their internalized homophobia and just, like, don't realize this is being racist against themselves. So, so how are they racist? Time. Or, like, I guess, uh, prejudice. So, story time. I okay. was dating a certain person who was uh, was Latino, right? Okay. And then... What, what kind of Latino? Mexican. Oh, okay, never mind. I can't say shit. <laughs> but he was at, we were having a conversation about, like, uh, uh, immigration, right? Uh-huh. And I just brought up the fact that, you know, like... My dad was talking about like, oh, he doesn't like, he doesn't like refugees coming here, even though he was a refugee. And then this this person had the audacity to say like, I agree with him because I'm like, aren't you Mexican? And he was like, my parents came here legally. And I'm just like, girl, this bitch. What? How? Like, and then he proceeded to talk about how anti-Western is the Islam religion is, and just Muslim people are. And I'm just like. So basically, I'm like my parents were refugees. He, my parents are immigrants. Hey, let me so. tell you. So, so like the approval rate for because the approval rate for what people thought of having Vietnamese refugees come to America mm-hmm. was just as low, if not lower, of of the approval rate of having Syrian refugees come over. Right? Yeah, I agree. So people tend to forget. Like America always forgets its history. Let's be honest. They always do. Like by the way, that reminds me. If you haven't watched uh, John Leguizamo's uh, Latin History for Morons on Netflix, put it on your watch list. But keep going. But America has this large tendency to forget its history, and it forgets that you know a lot of people didn't like Vietnamese refugees. No, a lot of people didn't want Vietnamese refugees because what if they're communists? And now the new thing is, what if the terrorists, right? It always changes. It was the same shit when Latino uh, migrants were coming here. First, they wanted all the people, the Latin American people, to come and work during the Bracero movement, and then when it during the depression happened, they deported so many people that they brought to work, and even people that were born here, they were citizens, were also deported during the depression. But that's just the way America does it. They always get rid of our POC when we don't want them. So, I guess we're going to move on to our last section. I want to do uh, one question of la opinion and then get something off of our mind. Moving on to our second last segment of the episode, La Opinion. We didn't have La Opinion last week, but we actually only have one question, so it's fine. And I think we both have experience on this. So somebody asked, hey, when is the best time to wait to test your ads? What do you think, Jesse? How long should you wait before you test an ads? I think at least, like, a month just to, for a checkup. Like, hey. How- so we're checking up on it. Yeah, just checking up, like, just, just checking up, like, Hey, how are you? But like, in or- like at least like two months to have like a full on conversation. At least to have like a conversation. Okay, I'm gonna do what Re- what Ariana did, and I'm not even gonna touch them. I'm just gonna say fuck you, nuts. Oh no, she said thank you, nuts. But fuck you, I'm gonna say fuck you, nuts. I'm gonna say like, look, it depends on like how the relationship ended. Honestly, if yeah. it ended like on a sour term, bitch, we don't have right? to touch them. Mm. Like they're dead. Like 
Se murieron. Yeah, goodbye. Adios. But if it, it was mutual, I would say give it a couple months. I think a month is actually a little soon. I want to say at least six months for you to, like, get shit out first and then have some sort of contact. Because if not, then you're going to jump into this hole of, like, getting back together, breaking up, getting I back together, all, it, breaking it, up. It's hard to question because it only depends on how you broke up, how you to, how your relationship was, and, like, if it was built on friendship at first, or, like, it's just really, it's really hard. It depends. I just say, because they're an et, you should not touch them yeah. for a while after. Yeah, at least, because you need that space away from exactly. them. Exactly. All right, so then we're going to move on to, uh, let me get this off my head. So, Jesse, I heard you have something to get off your head, your mente. What was that before we end the podcast? I am so done with white guys fetishizing Asians and just fetishizing in general. Okay. Because, like, like, the thing with... It's it's interesting because, like, like, um, Asian women are largely fetishized by white men. It's, like, being submissive, being, being like, a servant to white men. And that's that's strangely, like, transferred to the gay world where, like, Asian Asian men are seen as, like, weaker and, like, bottoms, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like... People don't realize, like, this fantasy, like, this belief, like, all Asians are bottoms and all Asians submissive, like, it's not it's just not, like, a small belief. Like, it's not, like, a small thing, right? It's something really big that can lead to really serious, like, sexual assault and lead to, like, a lot of people believing, like, hey, I can treat them as an other or less than just because they're Asian and submissive. And I'm mm. so over, like, average-looking white men, like, going over me, like, oh, you're so hot. Like, oh, why don't you be my little geisha boy and shit, like... Oh, no, no, mm-mm. I would concur, but on the other term, uh, when I want to get off my head, off my mente, is um, I guess I want to say, finally, after four years of losing to USC, UCLA finally won today. Yeah. Uh, Jesse went to UCLA, so I guess congrats. Uh, but it took you four fucking years. Uh, fight on. And with that, we're going to end Wait, the podcast. No. Follow me on Instagram at It's Just a Talk. Instagram, Snapchat, uh, and Twitter. Uh, Podcast.it's just to talk at gmail.com and Jesse, what's your Instagram? My Instagram is WTFJESSECOW and you can find me there. Also, so it's basically WTF Jesse Cow. Yes. Is that your Instagram, Twitter, and everything? Do you have Twitter? I barely use it, but Instagram is mostly where you can find me. All right. And with that, uh, we'll see you on episode 009. Uh, thank you so much, Jesse, for joining us tonight. We're actually going to go to uh, this party called Game Boy We're tonight. Going, I'm bringing him to the Gaijin world tonight. Yes. I'm being immersed in the Gaijin world. So we'll see how it goes. My final husband tonight. Uh, and with that, we're going to end the episode. We'll see you on episode 009. Bye. Bye. I'm kidding, I'm still at your time, but